0: you know, just having conversation that's not scary about whatever topic that you may know about. You may know a lot about a certain topic that has to do with money and talking to kids about it in a level that they can understand that makes it normal to talk about is huge. I think that, you know, one of the things that Christine and I, you know, speak a lot about is the fact that women especially don't talk about money you know it was just it's like this taboo conversation and it's not working well for us because you know i think it's a big reason why women are so underpaid
1: hello there welcome to the thriving family podcast it's teresa and barbara and we're so happy you're here we're grateful that you're taking the time to hang out with us and a supportive space to fill your cup and elevate your life. We are here to remind you that you are amazing and you are needed and that you are the rock star of your family and household. Consider us your cheerleaders and all things that bring joy into your life. As your friends, no subject is off limits. We have conversations with amazing guests and experts in all areas, including awkward subjects that not a lot of people talk about. Anything from finding your joy and inspiring possibilities to
2: anti-aging tips and spicing up our sex lives. And relationships, self-love, and confidence, especially relating to school age and older kids. If you're at the baby, toddler, or kindergarten stage, check out the Baby Bumps to Littles podcast. We're your friends and your community because we're on this journey together. It takes a village and we're here to remind you
1: that we're never alone in parenting. This podcast is made possible by amazing listeners like you, and we provide new content on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. Follow us on Instagram at Thriving Family Podcast for daily reminders and fun ideas. Subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Leave a review and share it with someone who needs to hear it. Let's get started creating the life we want. We had so much goodness on part one. We decided to create two parts of this awesome episode with Beth and Christine, partners of Abundant Investor. If you haven't listened to part one, it is so good. And it just really handles the money mindset around finances and this sticky topic that comes up in our daily lives. I love today's as well. It's about how we can handle the subject of money and daily situations in our households and with our children. It is so good. These women are amazing, obviously meant to be doing what they're doing. And I just hope you get so much out of this. I know Trace and I did and enjoy. My son did tell me, he's like, well, it does grow on trees, it's paper. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, but um, but showing them, and this is another conversation, Tres and I, because you guys are so amazing. We just want to like get all your goodness of what conversations we should start having with our kids. And I don't want to mess them up. I don't want to pre-program them, but I also want them to know, this costs things. We are saving for things. We're being responsible. You can't have it all, but oh, so good. I'm glad you want things. Let's work for it. How do you guys handle it with your children? Any advice you can give? Because it is such a big, it keeps coming up and I'm like, oh, I got to handle that. Like, ah. And so, yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, I always think, I always think our kids are going to learn more by watching us than anything that we tell them. So that's like with money mindset and the way that I talk about money, I've really changed my language over the last three, four five years. I really try not to say the word expensive or cheap. I really try to focus on um, the, the value of things. And, and even sometimes we we'll talk about how different things are valuable to different people or at different times in your life, you place different value on different things. I do like to instill the importance of savings just to say, like it's important to put some money away for the future. And we've started to talk to our kids about investing, especially because we have not been investing in real estate. And I think because real estate's tangible, they can wrap their head around that. Even talking about how, you, um, Barbara, you were talking about how your home has your homes have always appreciated. Like, what does that mean? I feel like a child is more likely to be able to wrap their head around that and,
0: and have interest as opposed to explaining to them. We built a house when our, my kids were young and getting them involved in that was really fun and like letting them see how it all comes together and what is good value why location is so important i feel like you know just having conversation that's not scary about whatever topic that you may know about you may know a lot about a certain topic that has to do with money and talking to kids about it in a level that they can understand that makes it normal to talk about is huge i think that you know one of the things that christine and i you know speak a lot about is the fact that women especially don't talk about money. You know, it was just, it's like this taboo conversation and it's not working well for us because, right. you know, I think it's a big reason why women are so underpaid because God forbid you ask a coworker about what their salary is, you know? People even think it's illegal where it's not. So I think just having open dialogue is a great place to start. And, you know, starting to skip, make it normal to have conversations about money. That's not scary.
2: (laughs) And what about what we should be recommending to our kids in terms of amounts that they should be saving? So I've heard some people say, you know, you should be giving, you know, historically, it was always 10% that you save 10% or whatever. Some people are saying now, oh, and you should be, you know, giving away 10% to, To charity. So I'm sort of curious to know what your thoughts are on that and how you convey that to children, especially as they're starting to whether they're babysitting or whatever it is they're doing.
0: Yeah,
3: I um, I can speak a little to that. That I I think the ten percent comes from tithing in churches. Um, I, I don't currently participate, but um, in going to church, <laughs> not, not not tithing. But I I I think that that's initially where that number comes from. And I think we definitely talk. We talk to our kids around giving to others, and so that can take multiple forms. And sometimes it takes the form of my. One of my children has a starbucks gift card and they say mom i want to get you a coffee they got the gift card for easter and you know like that's giving too right so it's not always necessarily giving to a charity we do do that too and we we wrap that into our holiday and say like part of your gift is you get to pick a charity um we don't necessarily put money aside but i don't think i, I do think it's a good idea to put put a portion aside um with one of my children because i saw them spending their paycheck right <laughs> right like always right away I said, let's do an experiment and put 50% into an account that you can't touch. And so now we're doing we're doing something like that with our older children who are making money is saying, like, let's just see what that looks like. And like I really, especially for the one who would always spend her whole paycheck, I say, wow, look at you have $500 in this account now, isn't that amazing? And I know that she knows she's going to appreciate that when the big expense comes, that we say that's not part of what we're going to cover for you. We're we're generous and that's not included this time. Um, so if she wants to access it for that, we'll have that discussion.
1: That's so good. Yeah, because they're getting allowance. Our kids are getting older and we I've talked about the green light card do you guys like that? I I think it's pretty cool how it paints that picture for them, like the savings. And, and I think for kids too, it's like, they need a Starbucks fund. These kids, (laughs) you know, they, I mean, we're, we're not there yet, but I'm hearing it from my friends with older kids. And they're like, they expect that they get Starbucks every day. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't pay that for them. They need to realize it's a $6 cup of stuff you know? And so um yeah. it's like, but it's, but people have said, you know, you got to name your Starbucks fund because that is a big part of what your expenses in your social sphere right now. And, um, but yeah, I think having those conversations and just telling them and being like, okay, well, what do you want more? And I love the, the verbiage that you wrote or said, and I wrote it down, let's do an experiment. And so they can try on, oh, okay. So if I, I do that, I have the coffee or I have this. I mean, I remember buying our first house and I needed a safer down payment and I, anytime, and this is, this is funny, but it made it more fun for myself, but I say, I wanted a dress and it was like $65. And then I was like, I would rather put the money in my ING account. They don't even exist anymore. Do they? I don't think (laughs) No, but um, I would put it in the savings account that I didn't even have near my other money because it had to be out because I'm like, nope, can't transfer. It has to be its own thing. I know, whatever, but it worked for me. And then it's so when I didn't buy the dress, I put it in that account. And then I had this, I was still giving myself something. And, but I was like, oh, this means more to me than the dress that like is going to be hanging in my closet. And, you know, yeah, I love that. Yeah, but I it I makes me think of that when you say, let's do an experiment so the kids can really see like, okay, you do the the Starbucks or you do this and look, I doubled or whatever. I'm thinking very positively. You get 10%. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I
3: think gamifying it, like whatever you have to do to make it interesting um, is a great idea. I'm, I'm really grateful that in my 20s, I just said, I really think this is a good idea. And for whatever reason, I was inclined to put that money away because the earlier you start, the more money, the more money it makes and you don't have to put as much away later if you start putting away a good portion of your
1: paycheck when you're younger. Um, Yeah. That's really helpful and because I know this is a lot of Times parents will ask us about this, like because we weren't raised talking about it a lot with our parents, and we want to have different relationships around money with our kids. And we we want them to have a rock star mindset around money. I want Absolutely. my kids to be like, I'm not owned by this. It's fluid, mm-hmm. it's flowing, it's out there. I can have as much. I just need to, you know, put my hand out and it's there. So another thing because we have so many parents is the college fund. So what is your recommendations? Cause I know you guys have talked about this, sorry to skip back, but it is in the kid realm of saving for college because holy moly, it goes up every year. I'm like, are you kidding me? What is this going to tap out? I mean, I have a nine year old. Is it going
0: to be a million dollars a year for her to go to school? And how do I handle it? It is. It really it is. I have college age kids, and it's true. It goes up. It goes up while they're there. It's crazy. So what I you know back to what I wish I knew was twenty two. We did we did a post. I think I wish what I wish someone told me when I was thirty (laughs) three, when I started having a family was, the five twenty nine plan. You know, if you think about it, it has one purpose: education you can't access it for anything else other than education. You have to disclose that if you're going to apply for financial aid. So like when your kids are in college together, it's a really good thing because it helps you with financial aid. So when you fill out that FAFSA form, you have to tell them about the 529 plan. So on the opposite side of that coin is if you think about doing a permanent life insurance policy, first of all, it's private. So it doesn't need to be shared on any you know fast forms or anything like that can be accessed earlier than college for you know, say they have braces. Braces are also expensive. I had four kids that were I think seven thousand dollars a pop. Do you know what I mean? So you could you could start when they're young, when they're born, build up this account, borrow it for something like braces, pay yourself back, and all the while, the underlying assets are growing with compound un, what's called uninterrupted compound interest, which just means that it's continuing to grow, even if you borrow it pay yourself back and then use that for college. Um, because there's there's things that come up at for kids, as we know, are really expensive club sports my kids all played club sports Wow, that's a very, very expensive hobby <laughs> and fun and it, it was really worth it, but we could have used that for club sports, paid ourselves back and then had it available for college. So, and then, you know, if you you wanted to, you could even start a policy in your kid's name when they're when they're born, use their use this account for them this whole life, you know, pay for their college and then they'll still have it themselves when they get when they get out of college. They can maybe use that for their first down payment. I mean, it continues on and on and on. And there's lots of families that have done that really, really successfully. And so it's also a really great way at talking about educating your kids. If you have a, a policy that your kid is the insured party in the in the owner of, and you're teaching them, they can contribute to it over over time as well. And maybe that it dials up more and more as they get older, you know, out of college, then they have they're they're set for A with a policy that has all those years of growing as opposed to the 529 that you save you pull out, even though you get you can pull it out tax free, but once you give it to that college it's gone. (laughs) You know, as opposed to borrowing it from yourself pulling it out tax free giving it to the college and then paying yourself back so that is one really big thing I wish
2: I knew (laughs) when I, I wish someone told me when I was 33. Yeah, that's interesting. We have a similar thing. It's not 529 in Canada, but it's very similar. And I find that it's also very limited. I don't know in the U.S., but it's limited to what you can spend it on. And so, what if your kids decide not to go to university? Like, what if you have these kids that are these entrepreneurial-minded kids, and they ultimately don't even finish? And then you're like, well, then that's like locked up in there. So I find. There's like government match money that was beneficial and it's like, oh great, it's free money. But then above and beyond that, I'm always so cautious to be like, mm, better off putting it somewhere else. I don't know. I just maybe it's not the same there, but similarities I mean, one's sure. the
0: government match. <laughs> yeah. <That's similar>.
2: Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's not significant, but it's still yeah. like,
1: yeah.
2: It's worth your while to do right. it for like yeah. just okay.
1: And then because he brought up racist, because my husband and I, our mouths should not have mated. Like we're, we're walking into three, love him, but yeah, um, we're walking into three, $7,000 things yeah. down like very quickly coming, knocking on the door. Yeah. Um, so it is better than to pay the orthodontist out of my like money. It'd be better to start my whole life. And then pay from that. Yes. Because still yes. compounding interest. And whereas if I just paid him, that money just goes gone. Yeah. And then, if, okay, so they put $7,000 in a whole life and I can borrow against it, it's still there earning interest. And then, okay, well, that's awesome. Yeah. You
0: can pay yourself okay, back to whatever schedule works for you. And, you know, I know know a lot of dental offices offer like finance plans, you know, so now you're just, not only you're paying them for the braces, now you're paying them the, the interest (laughs) and, you know, somebody's making money off of that interest. Why not be have it be you pay yourself back?
1: Got it. That's really cool. And it just helps me with a smaller thing to be, to realize, okay, well, this is still here and okay, this is so That's reality. And then because you guys are so... Yeah, because you guys are so awesome. It's not like real estate where you can only do states. Can you work with people no matter where they are in the US? Yes. Yes. With like, okay. I wasn't sure if it was like, like realtors where you're licensed in certain states. So, okay. So you guys, I can work with you. Yes is what I'm I love it. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: And for any of our listeners, they can access and, and meet with you and do an intro call and then just see where they are. Awesome. And get the skinny yeah. attainable book and yeah. <laughs> both of your a hundred percent. Yeah. We
3: have there's, we have a link in our website and in our Instagram bio and Facebook, um, to set up a free 30 minute consultation. So we, we love okay. having these initial calls with people and helping them realize the, all their options.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so nice because nice. It's, it's, it's a, it's a one, two kind of combination between Christine and I, where you're getting Christine's awesome coaching skills too. It's so you're, you're able to sort of think about it bigger. And then I can, then I can pull together the financial solution to know. And so it's really different than sitting down with somebody that's just running numbers down, you know, jamming numbers down your throat and what have you. We're we're all about looking at this picture, the big picture, holistically. What do you want to do? And then let's put, build a solution. Um, and it makes it really, really fun.
1: You're like the naturopath of financial <laughs> situation. <laughs> you know, you're just, I'm like, well, you just described I'm like, that's why I go to a naturopath. I want yeah. someone to look at the whole thing. I don't want them to go, ooh, yeah, you messed up there. Yeah. Like, we got to fix this. It's like, no, let's look at the big picture path picture, let, you know, let's look at the marathon, the sprint, the, this, my hamstring sore, like, yeah, let's just yeah. deal with all the things. So huh. that, that is huge because I think, you know, a lot of my friends are like, oh, my financial planner. And then some of the things they tell me, I'm like, huh, you just really want to feel good about who you're working with. And especially when those, like you both do is handling where you are emotionally around it, and so you mm. can come in like and and feel better about what you're doing. And it is it's so such a feeling of it's such a nice shift for those people that came in scared to then feel this empowerment and education and excitement that I had today. Yeah, I mean, I'm true. excited about braces now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great. She's we have okay. a client, We're gonna be yes. okay. We had a client yesterday that was really like stressed out right this woman and she was terrific, and she said to Christine at one point. Oh my God, I feel like you just took this big boulder off of my back Mm -hmm. and I feel so much better already and it was so great it was like so satisfying knowing it that's what we're trying to do doesn't need to be this big boulder you carry around in your back, you know we can we can help lift that off and and make it a lot more pleasant.
2: (laughs) And speaking of boulders and stress, I have a curious question. You may not be into this, but I know it's a niche area. What are your thoughts on crypto? Because that is something that is new. It's trendy and it's not even that new though, because a lot of men have been doing this for a long time and they've been investing in it. And my understanding is that not a lot of women are very comfortable and it doesn't seem to be going away because there are more and more regulations coming.
0: I'm personally not all that educated about it. I see it as being quite risky, and that's probably because I don't know a lot about it, to be perfectly transparent. You know, there, there's a lot of volatility to it. That's what I will say, 100%. So the, with, with all that volatility, the timing really matters, and it's an investment of time to understand it, and I just haven't made that investment.
3: Yeah, I would agree with the risk part of it. My prior career was in venture backed startups and I work closely with some venture capital companies and I see it all over all of their portfolios now. So I do think it's here to stay. I think there's something to it. And I completely agree with Beth that it's it's worth educating yourself. It's not an area that we're advising anyone on right now. Um, And I know that there's a lot of great information out there. I have a Coinbase account and I know within Coinbase, there's a ton of information to educate yourself within
1: even that platform. But it is good to bring up because so many is like in conversations and in the news and yeah,
0: Yeah. absolutely. And it is here to stay. I agree.
1: Yeah. Well, this is so amazing and helpful ladies. I, I just, I love having topics that so many people are so uncomfortable talking about. And because of that, even more stress and anxiety comes around it. And having people like yourselves, where you're like, oh, we got this. And how are you doing? And this is what we can do about it. And let's look at the whole picture. And I love that you can work with anyone, anywhere. And um, just what you're doing to empower these women and taking those boulders off. Let's, I'm like, let's have boulders, (laughs) shoulders, please. (laughs) I love the image. You guys are just awesome. This oh, is you guys great are great you. Too.
0: So, such great energy. Thank you so much awesome for energy. having a son
1: Yeah, no. And I definitely want to like book a consultation with you guys. I do love finances and especially in this world that we're in, in this, you know, environment where we're all dancing with really powerful, amazing people and having conversations about energies around money. And I'm I'm like finding this new zest around it and want to take more control. And, you know, I love it. Oh, that was so good. I love both these women. And I just love how simple and empowering they make the conversation around money, finances, planning, all the things. I ended up feeling so good after talking to them. And I hope you did too. A couple key takeaways I had, there were so many, but especially with talking with kids, the biggest thing is kids learn more by watching us than what we say and talking about the value of things instead of like, that's expensive or that's cheap. Savings is so important to teach kids and to put money away for the future. And I love this one, getting kids involved in as much as you can, like starting that conversation. So example would be if you're looking for a new house, you say, why the prices are what they are, like, oh, well, this is in a better area or this one's bigger, and just starting to paint those pictures in their brain. And because with us women, it has been so taboo to have these conversations and that it's thought to be rude, to be, obviously, you don't want to ask someone how much money they have, but I think it's such a good, healthy conversation to talk to your friends about, hey, what are you doing? What are you planning for this? And I thought the college... Uh, saving conversation is so good and important because all these things are new for us. It's not like our parents had this. There's no one guiding us. So if you have a chance to ask your friends for advice, see who they're working with, or book a session with Christine and Beth, a free one, I I just think it's so helpful to look at the full picture and see what's best suited for you. And yeah, just having that open dialogue de-stresses the whole situation and empowers us all. I hope you love this and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again for joining us today. We know how many other things you could be doing and it means the world to us that you're here.
2: We hope you always get something valuable from our podcast and that you feel supported. If you have a question for us about our content or anything else, please leave it in your review of this podcast or you can send us an email or DM us on Instagram. We're here for you,
1: so let us know what topics would be helpful and that you're interested in. You can join our membership by clicking on the link in the show notes. You are never alone in parenting, and we're here to support you at every stage. If you know anyone that would be inspired or supported by this podcast, please share it with them. We provide content every week, so please subscribe wherever you're listening from. If you leave a review, you'll have the opportunity to
2: win a gift that we absolutely love. We're so excited about this giveaway. We only introduce brands to our community that align with our values. And Barbara and I both love the Now Tone Therapy System. This yoga for your mind is one of the most simple ways to relax, relieve stress and anxiety. The creators recommend listening twice a day for only three minutes to receive these benefits or to listen as often as you like. And if you buy them, there's a risk-free three-month trial period. What we like best about Now Tone Therapy System is that it's something everyone can make time for. My family likes to listen first thing in the morning and at the end of each day. It's the easiest and most relaxing path to mindfulness daily. We'll link to this amazing product in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next time.